Cinnabuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Steinhoffel. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Hey! This is Cinnabuds. I'm 889's Justin Barney. Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And today we're talking about the Milwaukee Film Festival. What? Not talking about an actual movie, but talking about a lot of movies in festival form. Yeah. Christopher Pollard, there are some people that don't know what the film festival is. So if you've never heard that Milwaukee has a film festival, Christopher Pollard, be more specific for us. Um, what is the film festival? One, I'm going to say it's a top 10 in the country film festival. You're dang right it That's is. That's right. Top 10, number we one in my heart. We looked into it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have hundreds of movies that play over 15 days. 15 days, if you're not familiar with the calendar, is half a month. Mm-hmm. Half a month of movies. We've got a bunch of different venues all over the city. Uh, our flagship, obviously, the Oriental Theater, beautiful historic theater. Um, and we show movies from all over the world, every variety of film you can think of, kids' films, midnight adult creepy weird films, American independence, foreign comedies. There's something for everybody at the festival. It's really a ton of fun. The festival is some of my 15 favorite days of the entire year because it is really where Milwaukee just celebrates art. Yeah. You know, it's like the World Series or like the NBA Finals for art. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know how like the, yeah. like when the Bucks were in the playoffs, it was like, all that Milwaukee was talking about for two right. weeks. Like, this is what, like, us art kids get. You know, yeah. it's like, I love that and participate in it, trust me. True, true, um, true. It's an event. Going to the yeah. movies can oftentimes be, like, this lonely thing or, like, you do it with a couple people. Like, yeah. it's, it's very close. And this is where you see everybody yeah. going to movies for two That's weeks. one of my favorite things about it. The community comes out. It's that is my just favorite part. Everyone will go to the film festival. It's Summerfest, but for movies. Yeah. Um, there's a ton of stuff that you've never seen before. Try something that you normally wouldn't because you'll be surprised. But there's one thing I cannot push hard enough. A lot of people think film festivals are like, oh, it's highfalutin arty films. Yeah, those are there. But there's also silly films. There's also hilarious weirdo films. There's also just touching, heartbreaking documentaries. There's everything. And I think it makes going to those films really easy. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like a lot of times people are like, you know, high and art films, it's a tough decision to make to say, hey, tonight we're going to see this thing. But when it's a sold-out theater yeah. and it's an event and the directors are there and there's yeah. a Q&A afterwards. One of the actors is there. There's a panel. If you want to go see a panel about it, if you want to go to a party afterwards, we have those. Yeah, it makes, it makes taking a risk or going out on a limb to see a movie super easy because everything about it is fun. But um, right now we're, we're going to talk about the opening night film and then the long form. We're going to talk about three big ones. The opening night film is always, it's a red carpet event that happens in Milwaukee. It's so much fun. There's a huge party afterwards. It's the kickoff of the festival. There's nothing like it. Yeah. What is opening night film? Opening night film is a doc, a really fun doc called I want my MTV. Okay. Yeah. It is a survey, a history of MTV from its beginnings all the way to now. It affects everybody because everyone saw it happen. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't see it happen, you now know what it is now. And you've like heard like, I know it used to show music videos. Um, Honestly, when I, I'll be very honest. When I first heard like, oh, that I thought that that was gonna be the open night film. 
was like, that does sound like a cool documentary, but I'm surprised it's opening night film. And then everyone I know who saw it said, no, no, I totally get why it's opening night. You've got a lot of star power in the interviews with people. They're like talking about a fascinating cultural icon in, in, uh, in our lifetimes um, that really changed and had a lot of crazy stuff happen. And you, when you look at it, you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot that happened. I forgot that happened. It's fun and also just really enlightening. I want my MTV. Opening night. You're going to have to get your tickets quick because that's always a big, big event. Yes. When is opening night? Opening night is Thursday, October 17th. That's the only movie we play that night. When we come back, we're going to be talking about three major films that have been announced. The book is out now. We'll be back in a second. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank. Proud supporter of Milwaukee Film. Offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at AssociatedBank.com slash MKEFilm. Member FDIC. Nine's new podcast series, Backspin, the search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song is now available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Backspin. Stream all six episodes now. All right, we are back. That's true. The books are out. The books, books are out. Program books. What is a program book, you may ask? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, let me tell sure. you. It is a book that has all the information you need for the Milwaukee Film Festival. It is an A to Z list of all our films. The fun part is that each film can be tagged with a category. We have a lot of categories of films that kind of help you through the book. Right. If you like movies about arts and artists and what they're up to. That's our zone. That's what I enjoy. Uh, Film about dance and about painters and photographers. You've got that tag. We have our Black Lens program. That's films directed by uh, American, African-American films, um, African-American directors, uh, about black culture, rated K. That's rated K for kids. So you've got a ton of kids. You bring your kids to this stuff. Kids moves. It's stuff you're not going to find elsewhere, and they're really entertaining. Uh, you've got Teen Screen. That's for teens, but it's actually for everybody. Teens programmed it. Uh, we actually have teens program it, and they do a great job. They know what you- is relevant to them, and we watched one recently. I'm like, I anyone could like this movie. How do you um? How draft. Do you, yeah, how do you draft? How do you draft the, you draft the teens? <laughs> uh, we, well, we have a strong education program, so we know a lot of teachers in different schools, so we just kind of put it out there and, and get nominations and that kind of thing. That's so, so cool. we get this little sweet dream team. Imagine being involved. Team dream team. Imagine being involved in the film festival when you were that young. I, I feel know. like you're just setting them up to they like, have a They do seem very excited. They're smart, and they know, what, they know what's so relevant, cool. and they pick some great films. Okay. Cine Sin Fronteras, that is our Latinx program. Uh, there's a lot of great films from... Uh, uh, South America, uh, uh, Central America, specifically, um, really beautiful films about the culture and just about issues current and past. It's beautiful. Uh, what else we got? We got worldviews. That's just films from other lands. Mm-hmm. Fiction, fiction films from other lands. Uh, you've got 
documentary uh, fest favorites. Documentary is pretty straightforward. You know what they are. Uh, what else we have? We have, ooh, Cinema Hooligante. I was going to say. Cinema Hooligante is the mid, we say midnight. Some of them are physically, like actually at midnight, but not all of them are actually midnight. You got eight, you got nine. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but those are the crazy horror or just bizarre or nutso movies. Weirdos. If you go to the Midnight Shorts program, which I can't which say I the name do. of it. Which I which do, you do every year. And we cannot say the name of that program on the air. Mm-hmm. You are responsible for going. You will be upset and terrified uh-huh. and grossed out. So it is on you, my friend. But I think that there's is, some people who really want that. That is like the rowdiest crowd of the festival, it is, and yeah. it is my favorite. And it's it's hilarious and fun. Uh, okay, I'm missing so many music. Music, yeah, sound vision. Uh, anything about musicians and music. Uh, some really cool docs. A lot of docs, but sometimes you get a little fiction film in there sometimes. Are we doing Stop Making Sense this year? Of course we're doing Stop Making Sense. That is that is one of our best traditions. We show Stop Making Sense the uh, one dance time. The party. audience gets up. No one is in their seat during that movie. You dance in the main house of the Oriental Theater, which so could not fun. be a more uh, fascinating yeah. <laughs> scenario. Our spotlight presentations, those are kind of the highlights. Those are the ones that... If you don't know much about, like, I don't know about this or about that, spotlights are an easy way to get into the festival. They're either crowd pleasers or they're ones that the, like, ho- the whole country's talking about. Yeah, yeah. So there's the some bigs. really fascinating stuff. It's a mixed bag, but it's it's stuff that we're like, we're sure you're going to like it. Okay. So let's talk about some yeah. some big ones that you're bringing. So what, what we talked about opening night. Announced? We talked about opening night. So now let's talk about the centerpiece film that happens in the middle of the festival. Centerpiece in One, the center. In the center. Sense. Yeah. Checking out. It's right in the Got title. It. Right, right in the title. What is it? It's called Chained for Life. Yeah. So it is a comedy drama, and it's about the filming of a B horror movie in Europe. Okay. Um, and it is about this uh, ingenue uh, who who's in the horror movie Teeth. If you've never ever heard of that, seen it. Yep, that mm. is that young mm. woman is uh, in that. Yep, um, she's the star, and she's this ingenue, and she strikes up a relationship with another uh, actor in the film, uh, played by Adam Pearson. His name's the character's name is Rosenthal, and he's dis- he's disfigured. He's facially disfigured, yeah. and that's why they cast him in this horror film. Mm. Uh, but she sees through the disfigurement and they have this relationship amongst this kind of crazy film shooting. It's gotten such, such good reviews and awards since it's uh, premiere um, on the festival circuit. Okay. So what is the name of that? It's called chained for life. Um, it is Center also, piece. it's, it's funny. It's strange. It manages to address like representation in cinema and how we treat people who are different. Though some of those themes that you're familiar with, but this actor, um, Adam Pearson, he was also in Under the Skin. Yeah, love uh, with Scarlett Johansson, he played the man that she comes across in the tr- uh, in the truck. Wow, that was the first movie we ever saw. Yeah, I was just gonna say the first Aww. time we met was wow. at that movie because Megan Benedict invited you. Did not tell yes. me you were coming. You just showed up, and I was like, I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. We so yeah, oh, hell, sweet history. There. Oh my god. All right, what else? What we got. And then I'm going to tell you about Closing Night film. Closing, Closing night, night caps off the whole festival. Yep, love it. Um, and we're showing a doc about the Apollo Theater, the iconic Apollo Theater in Harlem, and the movie's called The Apollo. Awesome. I'm very excited because when I was a kid, after Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. and I still got to be up, they had Showtime at the Apollo. Oh, That yeah. was my introduction to what the Apollo was, and I thought, oh, it's just a variety show where people get booed off stage a lot. <laughs> Unless they're really good, and then they get 
more cheers than they're ever going to get in their life. My introduction was the album James Brown, Live at the Apollo, that which is, is such yeah. a good album. And one, one of my favorite. It's one of the ones that people say, like, mm-hmm. in that... in. In that, uh, like, soul, it's the, the one of the best soul albums of all time. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And that's what the Apollo is known for, is legend after legend after legend performed, got their start there. Oh, yeah. Aretha Franklin, you've got uh, Stevie Wonder, James Brown. There's a there's a, um, a graphic novel came out this year about the Apollo. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. It's great. Yeah, it's... Again, it's kind of it's kind of a nice bookend. You've got I Want My MTV, and then you've got one about the Apollo, another star-studded awesome. documentary about like an icon of music totally. and theater. Uh, it's interesting because within it, within the doc, they also follow a new play that's being staged there uh, by, it's based on Tahanisi Coates' book, what? Between the World and Me, which if you've not read that book, oh my it's one God. of the most touching books of all time. And they're doing a play version of it uh, at the Apollo, and that kind of is kind of the, a story that goes throughout the Apollo as well. Wow! Yeah! Wow! Seriously! Yeah! Some good for stuff. Real. All right. Really good stuff. This is just one I'm particularly excited about, but I also think that's this what is, I want to know. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want. We're going to dig into info. all our all our faves next time. Yeah. But this is just a little sneak peek. Yes. This is a movie I keep hearing about. I have zero doubt that this is going to be on. Tons of top ten lists by the end of the year. It's already getting just outstanding uh, buzz. Okay, but the movie is called Long Day's Journey into Night. Okay, um, Long Day's Journey of, into Night. The director of Kylie Blues, which we had a few years ago. Did you see that one? Did not. Kylie Blues, we had that a few years ago. Uh, did great. The uh, director's name is Bygan. So this is going to be everyone's top ten list, no doubt. It's one of the most unbelievable looking films you've ever seen. What was that film you wouldn't shut up about last uh, this year? Oh, Roma? It makes Roma. Oh, 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 don't even you know besmirch the good name of Roma right now. Roma, I will kick uh, you out. Take of- some photography lessons, oh, Roma. Oh, my God. It makes Roma look like an episode of King of Queens. Okay, shutting you off. <laughs> um, also, that's a compliment because King of Queens rocks. Uh-oh. I love I chose, King of Queens. I chose poorly. All right. No, honestly. Just watch the trailer. Google the trailer for Long Day's Journey Tonight. It is what do you what's shocking your, looking? Well, first let me the look. It's shot in three D. Number one. Okay. I am not a fan of three D because it's usually like a big Marvel three movie. Three dimensions. Three dimensions. So there. Okay. So what's what happens first? in the world? Everyone has three dimensions. <laughs> That's how we see visually. <laughs> I saw a movie. We I think we talked about it called Pina, which is about a dancer, and that was shot in three D, and that was a fascinating use of three D because it essentially just made a stage for all these dance performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is a clever way to use three D. That is a clever. This way. movie, first of all, the first movie in three D that the Oriental Theater will ever show. Wow. So this is exciting. It's our first three D film. That's wild. But it's you see the trailer for it, you can see how 3D would totally enhance this movie. Not because it's like stuff flying at your face. I love the idea of because a 3D of the depth like, of the movie and the serious look. Serious drama. Oh yeah. Like serious and it's a mystery. It's essentially a story of a man who returns home to look for his long missing okay. okay, woman that he's never been able to forget. Also another highlight of the movie is the climax of the movie. The last hour is one tracking shot. The last, the last hour? hour is one long tracking shot. Oh my God. In the, in, those two things, the 3D and the tracking shot, those are really cool elements. But honestly, on its own, without those elements, you've got to just, I can't stress enough to watch the trailer. You'll see why everyone's talking about this movie. And okay. I think that one is going to be a huge, huge one. What's the name of the movie? Long Day's Journey Into Night. 
I'm getting in before everyone else does. I, you really I'm buying should've. this ticket right now. Yeah, yeah. All right. When do tickets go on sale? Tickets are on sale for members October 1st and 2nd. Uh, that's when they start. Mm-hmm. And then if you're not a member, October 3rd, uh, they'll go on sale for the rest of the city. Um, it's great to go to the festival. I always recommend getting your tickets ahead of time. Do a little bit of planning. Look at the book. Figure out a schedule. Mm-hmm. You can, of course, buy buy tickets during the festival. But some stuff, especially like the, the ones I just mentioned, have a chance of selling out. Um, totally. But we, we don't say sell out to the festival. We say it's gone to standby, which means because even if something we can't sell tickets to, right. you can show up right before the film and possibly get in if there's some empty seats. And uh, also, we're going to be doing episodes every day. Yeah. For for the festival. So RadioMilwaukee.org is going to be a resource for if you want to know what to see yeah, that day. The hot or, movie to see the next day or the, whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, the hot movie to see the next day or the like some overview. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff. So make RadioMilwaukee.org your uh you just like just check it during the festival yeah. to know what's going on, and we'll we'll have all the information there. Um, uh, so that's it. Yeah, right? I think we're good. I can't wait to see you at the festival, and we're going to talk uh, a little bit more about it before it starts, probably. Yes, can't wait. All right, film festival. The book's out now. It's everywhere. Um, I look forward festival. to hearing me on the podcast after I've had like a week under my belt of the festival it just comes in all grisly. i'm just gonna say a bunch of weird stuff bunch of weird ex- stuff i love we're gonna do one in the middle <laughs> we're gonna do a big pod in the middle where we just go over like the weird stuff that's happened yeah the mishaps what's gone awry or the what's, what's the opposite part? of a mishap a good hap a good hap the, <laughs> yeah the pop- we'll probably talk about good stuff we'll too but i'm interested stuff. in the dirt yeah, okay, yeah polly um we'll talk about all that um this is cinnabuds we are edited by DJ Kenny Perez. Wait, wait, wait. We get handcrafted <laughs> sonic inspiration from the License Lab. Ooh. We our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Nooski. Oh, he's We also get support from Associated Bank and Steinhoffel's Furniture. Thank you very much. Thank you, members of Milwaukee Film and 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. You're the best. And you can listen to us anywhere you listen to Cinnabuds. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. <laughs> also, anywhere you also, listen to Cinnabuds, you can also listen to Cinnabuds. You can probably find us there. <laughs> Thanks for listening. King of Queens. Bye. <laughs>